Welcome to KPL Lit Talks. In today's podcast, we're going to be discussing our favorite music artists. I'm Claudette Stockwell, the Library Director. I'm Kim Mather, Teen and Adult Services Librarian. And I'm Drew Tingley, the Tech Specialist. This is exciting. I would like to talk about my favorite music artists and also about a whole bunch of brand new CDs that I just got for our collection. They're not entered yet, but I think hopefully that patrons will be happy to check our new music out. Oh, I can't wait to hear about it. I know. I'm so excited. I think, uh, Drew, do you have a favorite artist that you want to tell us about today? Uh, put me on the I'm spot. I'm putting you on the spot. I mean, I don't know particularly if I have like a favorite artist. Um, um... Who have I been listening to a lot? Um, actually, so my current... And that can be okay. It can be your current favorite. My current fave, kind of, yesterday I was all about her, was Miley Cyrus. Okay. So, um, you know, for a while some of her stuff was, like, not really my speed. But her, um, she's doing a new album that she's been, well, it's out, but Mm -hmm. um, Plastic Hearts, and it's actually really good it's it's got a lot of she does like mixing with some of the oldies so she has like Fleetwood Mac on there well not Fleetwood Mac but like Stevie Nicks oh nice Um, Joan Jett's on there wow I have to hear this um honestly it's Billy Idol yeah that's probably he's an oldie yeah that's possible the white wedding guy. Yeah, that's Billy Idol Billy Idol um I'm gonna have to hear this the song she does with him I really like um, yeah, so I'm trying to think if there's other people she's done collabs with. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm liking her. Okay. I even got my mom to listen to it. So, and is your mom liking her? I mean, I can't say like she's like, Loving you know, it. playing her constantly, but yeah. Yeah. usually I put something on in the car and she's like, no, we're not listening to this. And <laughs> she was actually... She was she like was okay with listening. It. Okay. When she so heard Stevie knew, Nicks, that was the... That, that was that's the hook. Yeah, yeah, right. You you hooked me with Joan Jett, Billy yeah. Idol, and Stevie Nicks, because yeah. that's all from my time, so... Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, Kim, too. So, all right, we have new music. Yes, you That's exciting. Had you heard any of it yet? No, I haven't. See, so, I love being yeah. able to talk about music, because I get to hear new, new people that I might not listen to. I'm hoping that she releases some songs that she did... I don't know what event it was for, but she did, like, some songs for, like, a Pride event that she just did. Okay. Um, so, so I'm surprised. Well, if it's not on the album, then maybe it could be, like, a like a different album that she could release. Yeah. Right? If they're, like, single, I'm, like, one-off kind of things. She did do a remake of um, Zombie by the Cranberries. Oh, really? I love that song. Really? Yeah, she did that one. Oh, wow. And she did um, Heart of Glass. And which is really funny because we've, um, not in podcasts, but we've discussed before how you're not really a fan of remakes. So they must be really good then because usually. I am enjoying it. Yeah, usually you're like uh, poo poo in the remakes. I love remakes. It's good. Shockingly, what? Taylor Swift, I think, is my favorite artist. Um, She's good. You know, I just, as we were discussing favorite albums, I really went back through to really look at her music. And I mean, I've liked her since she hit the scene, um, probably before she was super popular. And I really like all of her music. And I have to just, again, give her 
props for being an artist that really came on the scene as a young, young girl. Yeah. You know, she's all grown up in our public eye, and she writes her music, and she's the only artist I know that can pretty much hit the gamut of either being pop or country. Her new music now is kind of more chill and laid back. And almost everything has some sort of relevance there either. Was, there was a small time when Miley Cyrus was a little bit of country. She was, and she came, she is an, also one that hit the scene young. You yeah. know, granted, she started as an actress. Right. Um, but that's amazing to me that these young kids can create this content growing up in the public eye. And um, for me, for Taylor Swift, it's, you know, because I haven't heard Miley's new stuff. The yeah. fact that she can have such a different gamut of sound, but yet it all, like I said, it's all relevant. I can remember being 15 when she was singing about 15 or 22 or, you know, relating it to my own life or my kid's life or, you know, friends or it's just, I don't know. She's one of my favorites. She, Kim? Oh, oh, sorry, Kim. Sorry. I was just going to say, no, she's really good. I yeah. actually, am, I really like her. Two latest albums, not Evermore and um, and I always forget the first one that came out. Evermore before. and then Folklore, right? Yes, thank you. Yeah. And um, yeah, those are I was I've been really enjoying them. I can't say that I was like a huge Taylor fan, mm -hmm. um, especially back in the, like her country phase, um, as she kind of like evolved. Yeah, evolved and got more poppy. Mm -hmm. I think that was really when I started to gravitate towards her. Do you like her at all, Kim? I do. I think she's pretty good. Yeah, I enjoy listening to her music when it comes on the radio. I have not really delved into any of her albums mm -hmm. to hear what is on there other than what's played on, on the radio. But yeah. I will have to take a look since you so highly... I'm so highly her. love her. I yeah. gotta say, I'm very impressed too, because she, she must be like just working up a storm. She, she really... Did like yeah. Four albums, three albums at least, yeah. within like a year, a like a span of a I think, year. I think the artists for this last year and a half really had time with COVID because yeah. I think it slowed down everybody's going out into the world, so it yeah. probably allowed for their creativity to take off. Yes. Yeah. I, um, I did hear that from, you know, different interviews and things from artists um, when they would, you know, have a radio interview. Yeah, or when you're not able TV to like interview. go touring or do yeah. your concerts... Yeah. Right? Where that probably takes up such a huge chunk of their time if they're going from city to city and, you know, flying or driving or however they're getting there. There's probably not a lot of time for your brain to to no. actually write. And, and think about the time frame that they're performing, too. It's late at night. I mean, that's when we're supposed to be asleep. So now they've probably extended their bedtime and now... You know, you wake up the next day with that, you know, sleep hangover, you know. Yeah, so tired, yeah. Yeah, so who, who can be creative? Who's your favorite artist, Kim? Well, currently, I'm really into Laura Nero. Um, I bet you've never heard of her, because I never I have heard of her either. And she has been dead for quite some time now. Okay. But... Okay. Yes, sadly, um, she died at 49 of ovarian cancer, oh, no. um, and so did her mom, so that's wow. kind of a tragedy to hear, but um, she was an amazing songwriter, a pianist, and a singer, and um, she just has some really great songs, and I bet you've heard 
of all of her stuff, or at least some of the more popular um, songs, just because they've been covered by so many people. And I think yeah. most people think the covers are original to those artists, but um, actually she wrote them, and she just did not get a lot of success from the, the recording of um, And that happens music. sometimes, yeah. yeah. And uh, we just ran across her finding an old vinyl album at, you know, some secondhand place and um, really, really um, found it, just blew, blew me away. And so we've, we've actually bought in several new ones of, you know, just new purchases right. of her. But um, like Blood, Sweat and Tears recorded some of her music, um, Three Dog Night. Uh, Barbara Streisand. Um, I mean, I could just go on and on about, you know, um, artists that have recorded. So there's certainly artists we've heard of. Um, yeah. yeah. I'll have to listen to her because I know that Alice Merton is now one of my new favorite people. Yes. Um, I like and I know that came from, from you. So yeah. this is exciting. I have two new people I can listen to and, 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 uh, sing something different in my car than the same old 12 songs I'm always right. singing. Um, I really like Ed Sheeran, too. I don't yeah. know if I'm saying his last name right. You're giving the shakedown to no to Ed. Yeah. I, I like Ed. I like Ed, and I also like Louis Capaldi. Mm -hmm. um, I love Louis's voice just... There's something about his voice that I'm, yeah. I just take it, such comfort in. Exactly. It does have a nice voice. Um, yeah, I he has a nice voice. Well, yeah. and the music that you're hearing by him on the radio, too, is very calming. I don't know. I find it, yeah. I, I, I just, makes me feel good when I hear I know. It. I He's, like music yeah. that makes me feel good. Yeah. I don't like music that brings me down, you know? Well, sometimes I like the down music. If I'm in a down mood and I feel like I just need to embrace that sadness, yep. um, you know, that down music kind of can bring me where I need to go and maybe work out some sadness. I'm not Well, saying, artist is your go-to in your downtime. Oh, well, you know, when I'm really super sad, I guess it just depends on... I'm like Coldplay. What I'm looking more. to achieve. From, no, I, <laughs> I mean, sometimes it's just certain songs, so... Yeah. All by myself. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, it could be Home Sweet Home from Motley Crue, like, you know, I'm on my way, you know, all by myself, or Here I Go yeah. Again on my own by White Snake. Um, uh, those, those are still kind really, of peppy. Yeah, those don't really make me in that like depressed type of mood, but like um, Pink's Please Don't Leave Me reminds me of when my mother was in the hospital, so uh. I'll only listen to that if I really know that I'm probably going to cry. Um, there's, a, there's another song that my husband will play for me, and he knows it gets me every time, and it's an oldie. It might be a Conway Twitty one, but... It's just certain things that remind me of my parents that will bring me kind of yeah. into that space of sadness. Um, you know, back in the 80s, it was always Air Supply. But uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at 11 years old, I'm all out of love. Like, <laughs> like I even knew anything about it yet. But I remember, I remember singing it with my girlfriend, really feeling like, you know, because our yeah. crushes probably didn't know we existed. And right. just being like, oh, no, he doesn't love me. <laughs> right? <laughs> I did that with Taylor's song. Did you? Which one? Teardrops on my guitar. Okay. And, well, it's Drew. Yeah, I know, exactly. I was like, that's right? me. You're She's like, saying it about me. <laughs> <laughs> so who's your sad song? Like, is my, Coldplay for you? I 
sometimes Coldplay, I mean, honestly, like, if you just go through all my artists, I feel like I've taken all their sad songs. Um, so I just like, love the sad songs. I really do. I don't know why. I feel like that's, like, how I connect. Um, I'm like, just, like, and I could even be in a good mood. I'm just, like, I'm going to do some sad songs. Oh, that's funny. Like Adele, I mean, she, well, she does a lot of breakup songs. She really does, yeah. yes. Yeah, so mm-hmm. she's easy to sing, too, in the car. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have go-to sad music, Kim? You just said you don't really like to listen to sad songs. I don't feel songs. like I'm there in my life. No. As a teenager, sure, I listened to... You know, sappy, sad stuff. <laughs> My sappy, world was stuff. awful, right? Wasn't you know, it awful when we were teenagers? Do what I wanted to do, <laughs> and that cute boy wouldn't give me the time of day, you know. But exactly. um, but now I think most of my music is pretty. Um, uplifting. Yeah, mine is, I mean, for the most part, I don't often find that I'm listening to the sad stuff. I'm usually skipping over it either because I don't want to become sad, right? right? Like if a song, right, like I said, if something reminds me of either my dad or my mom or or there's this Kenny Loggins turnaround um, that I used to, when my daughter was little, when I would sing her to sleep, it was like, you know, turn around and you're walking out the door because, like, she's a baby and then she's all grown up. And yeah. every time it comes on, I'm like, and we're not going to listen to that one because <laughs> um, I know I will instantly be like, it's so true. Um, yeah. And it really is because she was a baby and now she's not. So, no. yeah, any kind of life events where, you know, you know someone's, like, going to die or... Anything yeah. like that, I just try to skip over it so I'm not like weeping. Right. Right. <laughs> so you, Drew, I'm curious about artists for you. Do you find that, like, you always have the same favorite artists, or do you like as new people come on the scene, do you get a new artist? Like, you know, Kim, obviously you just discovered an oldie. Right. Like, you know, do you have lists like? favorite artists like for a certain period of time and then you move on to a new favorite artist um i would say that so it depends on my mood really um like because i can kind of flip flop from like more of a you know the modern like today's music mm-hmm. back to like i would say classic rock mm-hmm. um and so i don't I don't think I, like, stick to the same artists. There are some artists that I, like, I don't mind listening to again every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I, I am always on the, like, lookout for new music that, mm. yeah. or, like, an artist yeah. that I haven't listened to before yeah. because I feel like I spend a lot of time in the car, so I'm really, like, listening to a lot of music, and I'm like, okay, I've heard this. I've heard this. I've right, heard this. right. And so I skip a lot. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, yeah. So and I find that I, other than Taylor Swift, not to just keep plugging her, but <laughs> I mean I find that she is probably the one artist that I've been listening to for the last twenty not twenty years, but at least a good fifteen yeah. where I continue to like her throughout. But Has other she people made music that long. She, I remember put it this way, I remember seeing like in the paper The Shopper's Guide when she was first coming to Mohegan Sun. And saying, hey, like, hey, Taylor Swift's coming to Mohegan Sun. So you know that she was not really popular yet. So right. I, and Lil had to have been in, if she wasn't in grammar school, it must have been middle school. So she's been on the scene for a while, maybe at least 10 years. 
Um, and in all that time, I liked her. Right. Where other artists, yeah, like, you know, I remember liking, like, Prince and Guns N' Roses and all that growing up, but they didn't stay with me. Yeah. So, like, Drew was saying, I might go back and, like, listen to Purple Rain and be like, yeah, I love you. But it's not like I'm like, yeah, I still want to I Is still want to listen to him. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to listen <coughs> to him really anymore. So what about you, Kim? I think I gravitate... I, 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 I think I forgot the question because we were talking so much, but so I think what we were talking about is um, our faves and if we would, you know, go back to them. So I'm, what I was going to say was that I think I gravitate towards female artists um, because I am somebody that has to sing along and um, so I just feel like I can connect well with their vo voices probably so but that said i think probably one of my favorite male artists might be elton john and it's sad that he's retired because i would have loved to have ever seen him in concert oh yeah but, um i bet that would have been yeah, a concert to see for sure um but but what about uh, Billy Joel? Do you like him? I do, and okay. the two of them were in concert together. But at oh, the time, you man. know, my kids were young, and yeah. I, it was just not something we could do. And ah, that one I would have died to see. Oh, that would have been a great concert. But I do, I love Billy Joel. He's got some great music. He's got some great timeless music too. Definitely. And some of that is some artists. I almost feel like they're just in that moment. So even sometimes this can be applied to books too. But you know, it's popular for a moment right right so you know these artists that were popular for a decade yeah and you know they were whatever for two three maybe five years and then they just kind of fizzle yeah you know and then some artists like uh paul mccartney he's been around forever we just sure. got his new cd that will be coming to our music collection soon and and you know some people they're just they're still going um yeah I don't necessarily listen to her all the time, but I mean, I think about Madonna. Right. She has been like hitting the scene for a long time. Yeah. So yeah. while she might not be one of my favorite artists, you got to give props to the woman that like hit the scene in the 80s. Here it is. We're in 20, almost 22, and she's still producing music. Exactly. So that that's like mad props to her. Yeah. Um, Melissa Etheridge has been out for a long time and... She's still making music. I mean, you know, they're not just in that moment. Right. Where, you know, they're just good for a season. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. We have some great, actually, Sting uh, is got a whole CD of duets with different people that's going to be coming to our music collection. I did see um, him in concert. Did you see yeah. Sting in concert? That's pretty exciting. Have you been to any concerts, Drew? I have never been to a concert. Really? Um, it's time. So, <laughs> I don't think I ever... I, I thought I told you guys. Um, yeah, you went to something local. Well, it was... Yeah, it was locally here in northeastern Connecticut. Um, I I don't even know what the place was called, but I went and saw... Yeah, I think um, you went to the Woodstock Performing Arts Center. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I watched the Guess Who Yes, I love the Guess Who. They were good, but I guess I didn't know this. I brought my aunt with me, um, and there was only one original member, yeah, which that was the drummer. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, I thought it was still a good performance, but like you know, I feel like the, right. at some point it turns into a cover band. You know. Yeah, if you don't have all the members, sure. Yeah, um, yeah probably. I mean, that's what happens. Like it. Yeah, you got groups like Def Leppard that lose members, or 
I'm trying to think like Kiss. I'm sure doesn't have all the originals or Rolling Stones and. But yet they're still out there performing, and yeah, I mean, how much? I guess it depends on who's leading that charge. It happens know? a lot if you look at the members of bands through the years. They change all the time. Um, you know, even even if they're still going by the same name now. You know, back. You know, if they started 20 years ago or something, they had a different drummer or a different you know guitar player or or whatever. But I there's think like the singer some key members that sometimes. Kind of, you know, is the selling point right right and I mean or it could be the drummer I guess it just depends on the band sure. um, and you know how music is discovered today is so different too as I'm looking at Carrie Underwood's new CD that's also going to be you know added to our collection and I think you know yeah. would she have ever been discovered if it wasn't for um, American, American Idol. Idol you know so there's a whole bunch of people that that ended up having sure. successful careers that you know back in the 70s how did they get discovered, you know? They, right. they really had to blood, sweat, and tears, right, right. Um, to really try to be discovered. Now today, yeah. I mean, if you're good enough, you can just do a YouTube video or an Instagram or a TikTok, and next thing you know, like, wow, look, you're famous. So, I yeah. mean, I think it's just the whole world has changed the way everything happens. Mm. Laura Nero started playing in the subways. She was uh, living right. in New York City. That's where she was born. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you hear that a lot, even on like American Idol, when they're given those backstories, you know, and they'll be like, you know how like sometimes they'll do like a little clip of their lives. Yeah. And exactly, that's exactly it. You'll see them singing in the subways, or you know, uh, trying to just earn a little bit of money because they're really attached to obviously their music and just waiting to be discovered. Yeah. Well, we do have some great new uh, CDs that will be entering our collection soon, and we still have just a real lot of CDs here at the library. We haven't decided to, to move away from them yet, so, uh, you know, for people that still like to at least borrow CDs, our library definitely has a great collection. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Catch you later. Bye.